Hey guys, Kara coming at you with another episode intro. This time we're talking about Portia Williams and why the world got really mad at her for getting engaged again. I find it to be both interesting and problematic, but I mean, that is really the topic of this podcast, so that's nothing new to you guys, right? Um, the dishwasher is whirring in the background and traffic is whizzing by, but I just wanted to introduce this to you as always. I thank you for listening every single time. And I want you to share your commentary with me. So please um, send any comments that you have to nerdygirlanswers at gmail.com or use the Anchor app and leave a voice note. And I could add your commentary as a part of a future episode. Again, I thank you for listening. And yeah, let's jump into it. (laughs) Okay, so look, I have to fully admit that I am not like a Real Housewives of Atlanta lover. Like there's a lot of it. First of all, reality TV loses me with the overproduction a lot mm-hmm. of the time. And mm-hmm. I feel like it plays on our intelligence, right? It's like, okay, let's feed you, you know, a, let's feed you the narrative that we want you to have. Right. right. So, you know, but it, it's entertainment, right? That's the purpose of a lot of entertainment. That's how they, that's how they do us. They <laughs> show us what they want us to see to generate a certain emotion. I mean, like love and hip hop is so good at that. <laughs> <laughs> And I think a lot of us are, isn't he so precious? Mm-hmm. Little Noah with the cheeks. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but hey, T. Hey, girl. <laughs> but um, so, so there's that, right? Like reality TV aside, mm-hmm. there's that thing. But um, this season, I do, I will tap into Real Housewives especially Atlanta. I don't really mess with the rest of the, the locations. I, don't, I, don't I feel like I watch everything in Atlanta. Love and Hip Hop, uh, Medicine Wives or whatever they call it. Huh? I didn't hear you. Mecca for Black America. Absolutely. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, you got rich, empowered Black, African, male, and also female. And, you know, and we like messiness, and that's what they give. They are giving. They are giving <laughs> all of the mess. You, you, we like messiness, you know. Absolutely. It's, I mean, it's nice to watch train wrecks on TV. Right. I mean, you know, we like to see that there are other people who are just as messy as us. True indeed. The humanity of it all, I do love the part of that that we can watch, right? But, mm-hmm. like, this season of Housewives, and I feel like for a couple of seasons, I've been kind of disengaged because it's been short on the personally applicable drama and very heavy on like the cooked up drama as far as as far as I could tell. Right. I feel like a lot of their problems are becoming uniquely rich Atlantans problems mm-hmm. and not everyday, everyday black person's problems. Well, I oh, think- you muted. Bro, you muted. Oh. We can't hear you. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just oh. engaging. Oh, okay. co-sign where we can hear you. <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, we're getting we're getting away from like the parts 
of it that are relatable, except for when we dove back into this season and it was like um, Strippergate. Strippergate was the thing this season, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. A whole instance where some stripper exposed um, one of the Real House, um, one of the Real Housewives of Atlanta's boyfriend. Um, no, it was Tanya's boyfriend. Right? Yeah. No, no, no. Wait, no, no, no. Our cookie, the Cookie Lady exposed him. Right. Yeah, stripper right. Gate was Bolo. Bolo, the hired stripper for Cynthia's um, bachelorette party. And then some of the women got... Hmm? I missed the whole bunch again. Did you? Yeah, okay, so listen. So that. just to give you give you the rundown of Cookie Lady. Cookie Lady was someone that I really believe Kenya Moore drummed up so mm-hmm. as to have some sort of salacious something to say about Tanya Sams. And okay. Tanya's Tanya's situation with her dude being that they are calling themselves husband and wife but they are not married. They are in a committed relationship. Kenya in particular, I believe due to her own marital issues is taking issue with anyone that's calling themselves that without the legal document. Because for some reason, she's like the pious police this season. (laughs) She's like the, if you ain't righteous and doing it the right way. And I felt like that was a reoccurring theme with this season. Drew Sedora and her Mm storyline with the baby getting blessed and all of that. Mm -hmm. And not not by the the faulty, um, the prophet, because he is newly divorced but looking to date someone that she doesn't like so now she's questioning his judgment and it's like so deep but to make um in order for to keep the messiness going i think that they delved a little deeper and um and they reached a little further than was because it was becoming boring that's what i'm saying the reaches dungeons yeah, the reaches are where they were losing me with a lot of this stuff because it's like, how much of this is affecting you all in taping and filming is one thing, or how much you have to keep going, like you said. But how much of this affects you in your real life, though? Like in your real, real life? Not much, bro. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Probably not much at all. If this I mean, dude is moving shady. I mean, honestly, the average bitch would be like, you know what? Take that drama on somewhere. Thank you. Let me let me move on with myself. Oh, you move and file. I can't have you bless my baby. I don't like the way you do it. It's what? plenty of people that you can bless this baby. Okay. You right. know what? <laughs> okay. They made an episode out of that. They made several. They made a, a whole issue to the point that it stretched to the reunion show. Like three, like three, four episodes of it. Seriously, yeah, and it was just like it's too much. Would that huh? be an issue for any either one of I wish you would share. Issue? No. I know, right? We a little bit jealous, I, I, but that's, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, sorry. We get it. We get it. It's daddy decompression time. I was, I was just going to say that. You already know. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, you know what? It ain't no fair. <laughs> that's all right. I'm going to take, I'm gonna take a walk later. Don't worry about it. I'm going to give. <laughs> I'm going to take, take a walk. Okay, you know what? I become 50 years old plus to start getting high. 
Hey, you <laughs> know I what? There's never, there's never a bad time to start, Holly. Yeah, absolutely. One time, one time Ooh. for Holly. Yes, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. I mean, but I would rather that. Like my dad had like some medical issues. He had a stroke and had an accident. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and like, I'd rather you do that than be on these medications that prescribed by these doctors. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Something that really, right. Some stuff that really is a gateway right. to deeper, deeper issues and a chemical dependency. Mm -hmm. Right. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody ever OD'd off of no THC. No. Exactly. No, that's what edibles are for. Let, yeah. me, show, let me show you a little something. Microdose it though. Microdose exactly. it, right? Because you can't. You got to. You got to. Because you can't be at work really tripping off an of edible. Like you'll be. It'll. It'll make work extra work. Yeah. And you don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that at all. So okay. So after the unrelatable baby blessing drama. I mean, before that, before that, there was Bolo. Bolo was the stripper that was hired for a bachelorette party. When I think bachelorette party, I think it's going down. Okay? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, that's the purpose, right? Yeah. They specifically did whatever they're going to do for the purpose of the show. Okay. Decidedly, collectively made an agreement to send the camera crew out of there cover up the stationary cameras that were in the house, like mm -hmm. repoint them so that they're not filming anything. Even when the camera crew leaves, you know, it, they always have those posted stationary cameras to get all the angles. Those were disabled, covered at least, because they wanted the real party to begin. Cause this is really a woman who's getting married. Right. This is really a bachelorette party. Like, let's pretend, you know, like we all do decently have a relationship with one another. We are actually ha here to celebrate this woman's nuptials and that she's doing this. Let's actually have a good time. So during that, listen, the stripper didn't snitch. The stripper came out with a public statement after, again, Kenya Moore was very, very involved in trying to align who was in whose bed the night that it all went down, who was doing what, who woke up at what time, who went where. Mind you, no. this is a whole destination journey that they went on to which she brought her baby. Ma'am, you got other stuff to worry about. Right. Talking about, I got up to make a bottle at 6 a.m. to hear sexual noises and I was deeply disturbed. I stayed and I listened for 45 minutes oh while it went on. <laughs> Lady, you mean to tell me your baby was hungry for 45 whole minutes while you was listening to somebody fucking? She probably had to be like, you know. Just had to be like, oh, oh, he did what? He put what where? You baby. Ma'am, chill. A whole life. Like, find a life, get it, keep it, make it yours. But I really feel like, again, it's a reach. It's a reach because. Portia is who she was 
assuming was in the room, I guess, because she had done roll call on everyone else. Or after she started the investigation, then she decided, oh, well, this person has an alibi. She went through all of the people. And it was a couple episodes dedicated to this. And yet, again, Kenya didn't let it go, not all the way through to the reunion. The whole purpose in my head and from what I could see thematically was that we're just trying to slut shame this girl. For whatever reason, her very uh, single vagina and agenda decided to make something happen with the stripper and Kenya found that to be problematic. Again, you got a whole baby, you got a whole failing marriage that is unfolding like publicly. Publicly. She I, did. I didn't Nothing watch to that. do with the Bell Housewives. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's all bad. Her, she was coming off very bitter to me. Very, very like. Like always like pressing that button, like. Meddlesome. Right, right. Probably, yeah, problematic. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I wish, I wish she, as the character that she is portraying, I wish she would divorce herself from that mindset. Like you don't have to be the nefarious one to be the popular one. Like you could be popular in this series for another reason, but I think she's seeing that in these housewives series, they the longevity of the villainous one is greater than anybody else. Like, cause when you look at these yeah, when you think about these names, about the people who are notable in these Housewives series, it's always somebody who's causing drama and causing trouble or starting a fight. Um, who is it? Teresa Judice from uh, New Jersey. That right. was the one who was shaking the table, calling somebody a prostitute whore. <laughs> <laughs> you prostitute whore. Turning the table over and stuff. <laughs> um, Vicky, Vicky from uh, Orange County. You know, they always find somebody to be. I've never seen any of the New Jersey. I've never seen. What? That's comedy right there. You want some comedy uh, in your life? You want to see some white people act a fool? Act a fool. You know why I love those? Eric just touched on it. If I ever want to just check out, that's a real check out of reality because nobody looks like me and nobody is dealing with any drama that I will ever go through. Like, it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. It was the same, the same energy with which I watch, you know, Tiger King. Because I'm like, oh, these white people crazy as hell. And I they are really doing this. I need to watch it. I couldn't fight. It was too white for me. Listen, that's why I can watch it and check out. Because it's like, oh, y'all are doing this to each other. I, it has, it, it, you know, it doesn't, it's not trauma-inducing. It's not PTSD-inducing to me it doesn't stir up any personal trauma for me it is literally the type of train wreck yeah that i can just i can watch and completely disconnect from suspend reality and see an actual like you know shit show unfold it is affecting us though it it affects us as a a culture do you think it does do you think that portia broke the girl code this is the this is the thing that i want to touch on i I do not. And here's why. There's like a couple different reasons, right? So the way this affects us societally, I'm glad you brought that up, Eric, because I feel like as a culture, as a society, we are very hinged upon placing the responsibility for this situation, whatever this situation is, however we want to label this, the responsibility is being placed on women. 
specifically it's being placed on a relationship or a code that exists, we assume, between Mm -hmm. Fallon and Portia. We're ignoring completely the relationship that this man had with his soon-to-be ex-wife. We're ignoring also the relationship that this man has decided to enter into with Portia with this engagement. He's not like, oh, I'm hollering at you or I'm trying to see what you like. He's trying to make this girl a whole wife. Legally, like this is a decision that he has made, understanding what it's going to look like to all parties involved because he is the hinge that is between them. Not to mention the fact that this man is at least loosely associated with Dennis. Now I want to back up a little bit too, because they're business, business partners, Dennis being in business. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So going back to the production angle, if we had to introduce a woman into a show where all of these women are associated with one another, friends, although not how many of them are actually friends, like what we call a friend, like how, for real, like how we deal with a friend. Then I've been like, my, if my girl did that, she would be. Thank you. You're not my friend. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to reintroduce myself to you. I'm not going to look for opportunities to film with you. I'm not going to do none of that because you, in real life, ain't no filming. I mean, they had period. I'm like, I'm looking around. You would have been done. You would have been done, but this is a show, right? But this is a show. So we have to, cause we're getting a check. Yeah, we need screen crazy. time. We need yeah. screen time. We you do. know, we need to, we need sponsors. to meet up. We need sponsors. Oh. We need all of that. We need our Instagram yeah. to be yeah. popping. I don't believe so. But the only way that you can introduce this woman into a female centric show about women who are connected to one another is mm-hmm. to call her a friend. I'm going to take you back to last season, 12. They did Tanya the same way. Tanya came on the show as Nene's friend. As Nene started to show her ass, Mm -hmm. they switched Tanya's title card to everybody's damn friend by the end of the show was on. I was like, this is hilarious. Whoever is in production is shady as hell. I thought Tanya had always been um, Portia's friend. Nope. She was Nene's friend. Nene was the whole reason Tanya got introduced to the show. And when Tanya made that comment, when they were in Destin, Florida, maybe, when they Mm -hmm. did the little mock fashion show or the the battle where she and Portia were having the host off and then they picked Mm -hmm. each of the girls to battle each other. It was Marlo versus Tanya with the fashion. Mm -hmm. And Tanya made a comment about dressing high-low, like designer or pedestrian everyday approachable whatever the high was some designer whatever chanel i believe the low was something that came from nini's store and Mm -hmm. nini took issue from that point forward which you're not you're not a major design house lady like if reality could strike you sell made in china thank you come with the reality now from made in taiwan thank you exorbitant prices have you seen the prices on her shit i haven't ever i looked i think i looked at some stuff at um candy store tags is candy store right Mm -hmm. i think i looked at the prices or just i didn't even look at the prices i just looked to see what are they really offering are these designs from them or is this drop shipping is this drop shipping (laughs) 
<laughs> for real, for real, you got to think real? about it. What is it? What is it? <laughs> Are this, is this just another avenue for revenue for these ladies with the drop mm-hmm. ship? You know, like the Northland boutiques, Northland had 75 boutiques and Macy's. And, okay. And that was the only thing that they had. Thank you. Um, and same thing with Cynthia Bailey opening up a wine shop. Absolutely. No but about wine. It's just but a revenue to, stream. How to pour Absolutely. it. How, thank you. How to chill it, how to serve it, how to drink it. <laughs> but it just becomes a revenue stream, right? That's, that's fine. Any of these ladies can do it. The way that Nene took issue with that, the way she took that shit to heart, the way that she harped on it, Tanya was, she was for the streets in Nene's eyes. She was like, have her, whomever, take her away from me. And production started switching her title card to being everybody else's friend from that incident forward. So with that same energy, the way that they tossed Tanya around, played hot potato with uh, Tanya and her associations so as to drive a narrative, I feel like the only way to introduce Fallon into the group was to associate her with someone. If the two men are business partners, then sure, we can call Fallon Porsche's friend. Okay. Why not? Why? Okay. Because she's the only person that has a loose association to this woman. She's the only way that we can introduce this woman into the friend group. Why not? Who so thinks? Okay, so is the engagement? Is it? Is it part of a spinoff from which Porsche is gaining? Listen, or is it? actually legit i am interested to find out i feel like i'm interested to see the whole relationship play out if for no other reason than to number one i do want to see portia have like a nice ending to what has been a traumatic at least three to four years that we've witnessed on television absolutely i mean she picked herself up from her bootstraps Absolutely. After the whole Cordell thing. Is that the man's name? Cordell? Oh, yeah, Cordell Stewart. That's the one you're talking about? Portia? Yeah. Yo, he yeah. was a gift to her. He really was. Absolutely. Bro. He was bled financially dry. Okay. So to see her have go through that, then find Dennis and and get pregnant very quickly in that scenario then the whole we're in love we gonna be together dennis made a fucking fool out of her not Mm -hmm. once but twice cheated on her while she was pregnant that came out then he cheated on her again as to why they can't get back together yeah he was like barely trying oh i feel like she gonna beat me up about this forever my nigga how are you making moves differently at all well, yeah. Okay. So as to be oh, accepted. Now that I didn't know he cheated on her again. Yeah. Absolutely, right. Yeah. Oh. Technically, they're not together. They weren't together. They were supposed to be working toward making mm-hmm. amends because he want his family to be together. He don't want, you know, he proposed, gave her a ring. <laughs> you gonna be my wife? He had little Mo come sing. Yeah, I mean, no, it was a whole. They, it was a whole thing, was, right? Little Mo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not little Mo. Why you have to bring her into this? She hard, exactly. She is. Okay. Yeah. But okay. you know, so, got her on TV looking like a hopeless romantic, aka okay. a clown. So the connection yeah. between Portia and Fallon really isn't that strong. They're just loose. I'm assuming, I'm assuming so. I'm assuming so. And I base my whole did she break girl code? Uh, my answer no on 
what I see in that, you know, the potential to produce because, a story okay, out I of that. Stage, but I did something similar. Mm -hmm. I loosely knew someone. We, we were actually co-workers. Mm -hmm. And I loosely knew her through him. Mm -hmm. He was talking to her first. Mm -hmm. Whatever reason, they just, you know, couldn't make it work. Mm -hmm. But he said he always had interest in me. Mm -hmm. Like oh, he said, are you guys friends? I was like, we're, we're coworkers. We're not friends. We're right. we work together, and we're amiable. Do mm -hmm. I hang? No. But I consider my friend. No. Mm -hmm. um, but I got dragged through the mud. Hey, I knew it was coming. Yeah. Because I, we I, put the onus, we put the onus on the woman. We've, you know what? Damn. We when we worked together. I experienced a similar situation. Are you serious? Running? I wish. I wish I could make the yes, you know everybody involved. Of course you know everybody. <laughs> you know everybody involved. <laughs> My relationship was dissolving and a girl who worked in the kitchen knew the guy who liked me because her dude and him were friends mm -hmm. and because i guess the timeline wasn't adding up for her when me and the dude who she knew through her dude started talking mm -hmm. ice walled me ice walled me like on a very like i'm so disappointed and disgusted in you kind of way and i was like but sis, what relationship what? you guys have uh in passing, talking to one, just friendly, passing at work, right. talking to one another at work. Right. That's it. No, we ain't on the hangout. It's the type of person that I might see you somewhere similar because us and the people that we're around have similar interests. Are we coordinating to hang and spend time with one another? No, we're not. Right. Because we're on two different paths. Right. And I mean, when I tell you, I mean, I, I mean, when, when, when I tell you I was a leper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. First of all, me and this bitch ain't friends. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank now, you. if we were cool, cool, mm -hmm. it would have never went down like that. Mm -hmm. Because I do have self-respect. I mean, I'm not going to, and I'm not going to shade my friends over a piece. No, I, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. No. Now, the fact that we were friends. Mm-hmm. We just cool, and I gotta work with her, right? If, if her man, if her man is her ex man is down. Hello, say the ex part. <laughs> say the ex part. If he wasn't, a man, he wasn't your man. He wasn't paying your bills. He wasn't feeding, financing, or fucking you. Hello. That wasn't your man. The three principal F's. <laughs> 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 I just. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna push this a little bit further, right? That because old, I like that shit. the huh? <laughs> old school. I like that shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm old school. I'm, I'm old school. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was that was some golden shit. I'm gonna have to put that one in the memory bank. Three apps. Now, I I want to push the X conversation a little bit because. This is like when I look at the, the real life 
logistics of what's going on with this man and Fallon, Simon and Fallon, mm -hmm. the dissolving of their relationship as a divorced person, right? Okay. It takes a lot. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I got divorced in 2018. It's okay. It's okay. Both of us are fine. <laughs> Everybody's happy. Everybody's moved on. Oh, here's my thing. When it comes to exes, I think there are some things at play, right? Societally, when we talk about who holds the power in the wise, Auntie Holly says hello. Hello. <laughs> but I think... I think there's a, he's six. He turned six, April 23rd. Oh my I God. think some interesting things happen with the power dynamic of mm -hmm. exes. And I think that it speaks less to the connection of the people that still exist and leans more heavily into the perception of who holds the power on why the sever, the relationship was severed. Okay, do you believe in a time frame? Because I do. Okay, I so do to a degree. To a degree. Okay. To a degree. All right. Because the time frame exists in the mind of the people who are in the union. Okay. Now follow me with this because right. when when I get to like the divorce piece, right? Huh. You don't decide to divorce and file a divorce and finalize the divorce on a whim. None of that stuff no, you, happens quickly. No, you, no, you do not. You don't even okay. decide to divorce on a whim. No, you don't. But see, here's the thing. Okay. Uh -huh. So January, 2021, mm -hmm. Simon made a dedication to his wife via Instagram. I'm so glad you brought that up. Mm -hmm. I saw and that. Listed all the reasons why mm -hmm. he loved his wife. He was into this marriage. Mm -hmm. their their uh their ethnicity um mm -hmm. they the, connected the, connected seven, right, we don't stay seven, mad seven reasons. this is okay so this you is my person right so, <laughs> january okay so this is january 2021 now we got january okay so we can't so we so we're gonna go from <laughs> march april this we can't come man <laughs> We can't count May. We just got in it. Three months. This motherfucker got a whole fiance. And I believe she's pregnant. Yeah, they really trying to sell that narrative too. Now look, no all bullshit aside. Portia know how to get pregnant and get engaged real quick in rapid succession on the nigga ass. Real quick. So hey, it is what it is. Hey, you better. Okay. She coming with the two piece, the two piece real quick. But when we're talking about his Instagram posts and as I was seeing that footage and listening to it, hearing it for what it's worth, it feels real overlay for the underplay for me, Holly, because you know why there are also cheating allegations with him against his wife. So under the he's assumption, a he's a billionaire. Of course, 
And I mean, oh, kind of. Really? You know they can't keep. They he's can't. a millionaire. I think they keep talking about his net worth at like forty million or whatever. And I mean, he ain't. He's a rich motherfucker. He's a very, very <laughs> okay. And I'm sure there's. I mean, his wife is gorgeous, and I'm yeah. sure there's a certain level of insecurity that comes with that, regardless of like. Oh, and there's the age difference too. Mm-hmm. Regardless of all of your wealth, you still got this beautiful wife, like a bird in a gilded cage. And, you know, there's always going to be whatever insecurity that men hold about whether or not they're able to keep her with, with what they have or what they're applying. But I say this, I also introduce that point because if you're a cheater and trying to project that you are in this for the long haul, Mm-hmm. then perhaps you would make a public display of your affection because at the end of the day, Fallon and Simon know what's going on with Fallon and Simon, whether it's cheating, beating, um, you know, like wanting to be in the marriage, wanting to not be in the marriage. Mm-hmm. He could post some shit all day and be turned right around. Um, he could have done that because he knew that Fallon was already cheating and wanted to put some pressure on her in a very passive aggressive roundabout way to be like bitch i see you mm-hmm. but but i love you i love you so much i'm going to post it on instagram mm-hmm. you didn't come home last night but let me tell instagram how much i love you or or simon is already cheating on fallon and to cover his ass as the rich man who's about to divorce from someone. Right. Let Dude. me publicly let me publicly confess how much I love you. So I couldn't have cheated on my wife. Because I love her. What, what what you think? I'm I'm sorry to bring you in this, but you know what? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I, I was I mean, it could go both no. ways. He's already cheating and wanted to cover his ass because that infidelity clause is a lot of people. Hello. Of 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 your species. Yes. <laughs> Everybody lie. Everybody lie. Everybody cheats. We need Everybody to we need to get cheat. rid of this. Huh? Everybody lies and everybody cheats. Everybody lies and everybody cheats. We need to get away from this narrative that women don't cheat on men. We need to get away from this narrative that women don't behave like men. I saw that in some of the comments too. Like um like when people were shaming the way that Portia has moved on so quickly and moved on with this, with this girl's man, people were like, I could see if it was a man. Cause we all know that, you know, niggas ain't shit or whatever they were saying. And it's like, okay. And thus in the same breath, we would excuse it. If it were a man, if Portia were Dennis in this scenario, would we be as mad? Because I feel like people were real quick to want Dennis and Portia to get back together. And it's like, for what? What is Portia standing to gain by being with Dennis? Yes, Dennis can be sorrowful for whatever he did against her, cheating on her while they were pregnant, mm-hmm. um, failing to really give his all to reunite them as a family. You well, know, whatever the case may be. He is a, a dude from Detroit. Girl, listen. Now, let me tell you another thing. <laughs> Shout outs to Dennis. Because I really, I want somebody who is under the sound of my voice to connect me with a dentist because, but like, listen, between the hot dog moves, he got some uh, cannabis moves going. And I really do the way that picture looked. 
the way that picture looked with Portia in between Dennis, her back, her upper back was touching right. Dennis. Her hand was on Simon's chest. I said, if Dennis ain't with it, he going to learn very quickly to get with it. Because Portia, Portia with Simon and PJ with Simon means Portia ain't going to be crying after Dennis for nothing that PJ needs. And if you don't think that Dennis absolutely fucking knows that. Did you see that smile? Dennis was happy. Cheesing hard. He was cheesing. He was standing on his tippy toes cheesing. This motherfucker could have her. All five, six, all five, six of Dennis was ready for that picture. He was puffed up. He was rocking on the balls of his feet, like, look at my girl. He done secured the bag. She don't need nothing. She secured the bag for the both of them. That was already his business partner. Now Portia sharing all that ass with the, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. It's going down. You about to make me watch this shit. Listen, PJ, PJ ain't wanting for nothing. PJ ain't wanting for nothing. Portia ain't wanting for nothing. And they ain't going to be crying after Dennis. And Dennis can go do whatever the hell he was doing with his life and them hot dogs. He can go skip, trip the light fantastic. And ain't nobody going to be bothering him. Not at all. Watch. Okay? I, I really think... Not for nothing. I think that it was a clout move on Dennis's behalf. Just like I feel like Todd pulled the clout move with Candy. And the fact that Todd has something to say about all of this is so bitchy. Okay. You know what? So very bitch well, made you know for me. I have no time. Anyway. He and, is. I mean, very insignificant. So um, he I, what did he say anyway? The I, it was just the irony of it all. He was talking about people being so desperate for um, fame and popularity that they'll do anything, even something strange, for a piece of change. And I'm like, did you do something strange oh, for did. a piece of change? Is that he married a woman Listen. he didn't love? Thank you. And him. took abuse from her mother on national television. Uh, I mean, he bit, and he it made it work so hard on that. No. Listen. Poor they time. dogged his mama. May she rest in peace. Mm. Like they just did so much trifling shit to that man. And he endured it all because he had his eyes on the fucking prize. Of course. Which was Candy's pocketbook. Of course. I mean, he, I mean, I mean come he, on he, now. Many, uh, he can make, he can open up as many failing restaurants as he pleases. Right. Because mama got the bag. She said, <laughs> oh, you want to. You want another business? I got you. You want to do another play? I got right. you. Right. What you need, boo? I got this. I'm handling everything. I can handle you too. Mm, honey. I can't. I can't. Just the, the nerve of him to come out and say anything. But I also feel like Candy's team does a lot of squawking that Candy doesn't allow herself to do. Although everyone knows that a lot of that energy. I mean, she ain't. She is not not part of the conversation. Let me just say like, that. Candy never knows what's going on. Mm -mm. She never, I mean, well, I just don't know. I don't mm -mm. know. No, you just don't want to comment. Right. And that's cool, sis. That's cool. Because you can say that too. With the same brass balls that you have as you approach with everything else, you can say, that's not something I want to comment on publicly. Not, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You got to play dumb. I mean, I, I don't know what's going on. I just can't tell. I don't know what's going on. Uh-uh. Always fucking clueless. Always. She don't never know when Kenya's dead to wrong. 
She'll never know why, why Don Juan or Carmen have attacked someone. She don't know why somebody got thrown out of her event. You mean to tell me that you don't know why someone got thrown out of your event? And that just so happened to be Portia too. Everybody loves to be aggravated with this girl. And I'm like, why does she stir up so much of that inside of y'all? What is it about her that is so bothersome to y'all? You know why? That's really what it comes the fuck down to. Something about... She's just self-made and everybody else. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. they're self-made too. Mm-hmm. To a, but right. she even end up on the show. Yeah, true. Because she, she was just the, um, the heiress to a, a legacy of um, Black empowerment and, and, and church-related things. It wasn't her father a, a pastor, a notable pastor? Yes, he was. And, and like, oh. a, not a revolutionary, but no, um, just family. a... Uh, it was her grandfather that was a powerful black voice in her community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think absolutely. But I think they discounted her heavily because she comes off ditzy Uh, and she took that and said, and said, let me show you how motherfucking dumb I am. Right. Yeah. Let me show you how fucking stupid I am. Yeah. Yeah. She did that. Now she, now, now, now I believe she just did on mm-hmm. purpose, and that was probably, just- probably, because everybody's got to have that personality, right? Because this is a television show. Right. Everybody's got to fit a role. Exactly. <laughs> like, like for real, probably like it's crazy. <laughs> so there's that, but like I, I really feel like. Um, Dennis definitely know what's going on. Everybody has come out with a public statement except for Dennis ass. But I think Dennis said everything he wanted to say in that smiley ass picture. Like, I'm with it. I'm with this. Uh, hey. I'm here for this. Dennis is a smart motherfucker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fallon had a public comment. Oh, boy. Uh, Simon had a public comment. Oh, yeah. Fallon... Fallon talked about, I mean, it, everything was amicable. Everything that everybody is saying is amicable. So why the world is so focused on or the commenters, those that are leaving comments. I've been reading through them all day, just on all, and so many videos came out today. Like the bolo thing carried on much longer than it needed to. When niggas out here fucking strippers on the daily, I don't understand why it was so problematic that Portia fucked one. Like if she's the first woman in all of history to have fucked a male stripper, I think not. Okay, and, and, but, okay. But, but hold on, but Portia also ain't got no man, so she thank can do you wants to. Thank you. I mean, check and mate. I mean, okay. If she did have a man, I mean, a man, she could still do what she wants to. They not married. Thank you, and that'd be up. Thank you. Dennis was doing whatever he wanted to after he gave really? her a ring and intended to marry her. And we didn't spend that much time roasting Dennis on that. Everybody wants them to get back together. Oh, y'all really deserve each other. But for why? Because y'all want her to settle for less? She already did that. She knows what that's like. You know what? When it comes to women empowering themselves, it's such a hard role for us still. I mean, I don't understand Absolutely. why. 21, while we're talking about how women are still treated as second-class citizens. Like Absolutely. we are still property, like we're like, like we're chattel. 
Absolutely. And, you know, being herded into a line to be bidded on. Mm-hmm. The what wage is- gap. Mm-hmm. So many things that exist that remind us gap. on the daily. The wage gap. The, I mean, the fact that not too long ago, like maybe 10, 12 years ago, you couldn't be caught in public breastfeeding. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It's just, it's crazy. Boobies beat the world. So you mean to tell okay. me, I, I can sit yeah. here in a, in a restaurant and eat your food, but my baby got a star because you don't want to see your breast. Absolutely. It's and it's not like, it's not like chicks just out here on some exhibitionist tip trying right. to feed their kid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like They're not squirting the milk into the baby mouth from across yeah. the table. Exactly. You know, taking all of the necessary precautions. They're like, ah, catch this, catch this, baby. You know, it's not like that. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Exactly. Ah, ah, baby over there. (laughs) Baby across the road. (laughs) It's not like that. Um, But we we are we're just charged with this, this level of decorum, this level of modesty, this level, level of piousness. And then some women take it upon themselves to raise those flags and run with them, wave them as banners of their own, um, as the sanctity of their own womanliness to say, oh, those conservative views that you have, I believe them too. I'm one of the good ones. Oh, it's, oh, it sounds like some old apologetic house nigga shit. It's it's right. fucking mind blowing to me how people don't see how women don't see how they are holding us collectively back with that apologetic bullshit. Yeah, so uh, that was that on that. I'll catch you guys next time. Thanks again for listening. And I'm Kara. Peace out.